what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. Anything other than Jesus Christ and Him crucified, who Jesus is and what He did at Calvary's cross, that's the gospel. Anything other than the gospel of Jesus Christ, it's another agenda. It's another gospel. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. have your Bibles this morning, turn with me please to the book of 2 Samuel, 2 Samuel the 15th chapter beginning with the first verse, 2 Samuel 15 verse 1, and it came to pass after this that Absalom prepared him chariots and horses and fifty men to run before him, and Absalom rose up early and stood beside the way of the gate. And it was so that when any man that had a controversy came to the king for judgment, then Absalom called unto him and said, Of what city art thou? And he said, Thy servant is one of the tribes of Israel. And Absalom said unto him, See, thy matters are good and right, but there is no man deputed of the king to hear thee. Absalom said, Moreover, Oh, that I were made a judge in the land, that every man which hath any suit or cause might come unto me, and I would do him justice. And it was so, that when any man came nigh unto him to do him obeisance, he put forth his hand and touched him and kissed him. And on this manner did Absalom to all Israel that came to the king for judgment. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. The next three chapters here in the book of 2 Samuel records the most bitter trial of David's life as his own son Absalom makes his bid for the throne of Israel. The Bible says he stole the hearts of the people away from David unto himself. And as you read on a little further, you'll find that Absalom died in the process of trying to do that. And I will not take the time to get into all of that today. But although Absalom died in the process, the spirit of Absalom is still very much alive in the church today. And I want to deal with that this morning a little bit. So Absalom stole the hearts of the people Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for his help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this opportunity that I have to stand before these people. I thank you, Lord, for every person by radio that's under the sound of my voice right now. And Lord, I ask for the anointing of your Spirit to rest upon me today to rightly divide this word of truth. 
Lord, may it go forth today as an arrow, and may it hit the spot, dear Lord, that you would have it to hit. Lord, may people be convicted. May people be drawn closer to you today, is my prayer in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. This particular episode is the third of a fourfold judgment that came upon David as a result of his sin of adultery with Bathsheba and the murder of her husband, Uriah. Let me tell you this. Nathan came to David and confronted him with his sin, and David repented. And God forgave him. But there are always consequences when it comes to sin. No one gets away with sin. Sin creates a negative ripple effect. It's like a stone that hits a pond and the ripples go out. There's there's nothing that can stop the ripple effect. When it comes to sin, there is only one thing that can stop it. And that is the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. And your faith in His finished work. That is the only thing that can stop that negative ripple effect of sin in one's life. All of this started when... Amnon, David's firstborn son, took advantage of his half-sister Tamar. And Absalom, he was furious. Absalom was Tamar's brother. The law demanded death for such as that. Leviticus chapter 18. But David did not carry out the death penalty because he did not want to kill his son. And of course, I think we can all understand that. But your love of family must never be greater than your love for the Word of God. David would have been better off to have carried out the death penalty on Amnon because he did this thing. It would have saved so much heartache and pain. So many lives would have been saved later had David, yes, it would have hurt. It would have hurt him greatly so to have his son put to death that it would have saved so many lives later. And because David did nothing, Absalom hated David, and he took matters into his own hands, and Absalom planned this scheme and killed Amnon, and he ran away for several years to a little town called Geshur. Five years later, Absalom is brought before King David. 
And he bows before King David. The Bible says that David kissed him, in essence, restoring Absalom to his rightful place and position as a son of the king. Again, David should have obeyed the word of God and pronounced the death penalty upon Absalom because Absalom was responsible for the murder of his brother Amnon. But again, the love of family was greater than the love for the Word of God. I remind you of what Jesus said. If you love father or mother, daughter or son more than me, then you are not worthy of me. Brother James, why are you saying all this today? I'm saying it because of this. I don't know how many people come up to me and they say, Brother James, we enjoy the, the message that goes out over radio. We listen to you every Sunday. And we, we want to come up there and visit your church. And we would love to become members of your church. But we're so busy in our own church. And I know some right now that are involved in a church that is ordaining homosexuals. And they're arguing over the gender of God. But they will not leave that church and go anywhere else because of family. Brother James, my great-great-grandpappy built that church. I don't care if your great-great-grandpappy built that church. You better forget about your family. And think about the one who died on Calvary's cross to save your soul. Now Absalom rides with the accompaniment of royalty across the land. He prepared him chariots and horses and 50 men to run before him. His privileges and his position as son of the king now has been restored. And instead of using this position... Instead of using this opportunity to further the work of God, he uses this opportunity to take the throne of Israel away from his father, David. A position that he was not called of God to fill. Let me tell you this. You, as a child of God, you need to know what your position is in the work of God. Stop trying to do what God has called somebody else to do. God help us today. We've got some people out here that are trying to preach when God has called them to sing. You need to find out what your calling of God is. God's given you certain gifts, talents, abilities. Seek God and find out what His will is. The Apostle Paul demonstrated it as a physical body with many organs. And 
Each organ does not have the same function, but it's all in one body. Every one of us are doing something in the church to further the work of God. You need to find out what your particular purpose is, what your particular office or function is. But you see, the big problem today is the same as Absalom. He wanted to be up front. He wanted power, prestige, recognition. Oh, that's a big thing in the church now. Brother James, I have you know, I'll, I'll, I'll donate that heating system to the church, but I want my name on it. I'll donate that stained glass window, Brother James, but I want my name on it. It's the spirit of Absalom. Jesus said, when you do your alms, you do it in secret. Don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. You do it in secret. And your Father, which sees you in secret, He will reward you openly. If you do this thing and sound a trumpet, letting everybody know, oh, look at what I did, look at me. He said, you have your reward. I'm here to tell you today, if you'll do that thing in secret, which many of you in this church are doing, you donate things and you give things to the work of God and you don't make no big sounding brass about it. You don't want your name on it. You don't want other people to know what's going on. God sees that and He will reward you openly. But Absalom, he wanted that prestige recognition oh me I don't need to go here <laughs> but there's a lot of preachers today they want to be called doctor I'm just going to leave that alone let me move on Absalom he appealed to the flesh he was a handsome young man Second Samuel 14 verse 25 but in all of Israel there was none to be so much praised as Absalom for his beauty. From the sole of his foot even to the crown of his head there was no blemish in him. And he polled his hair. There are churches today who want to appeal to the people. And they send out polls to find out what the people want in a church. And we got churches today that are putting Krispy Kreme donuts in the vestibule, and they're putting coffee out front, and they're changing out all their pews with chairs that's got cup holders in them, so the people can sit there and drink their coffee and eat donuts while the preacher's preaching. Not in here. I love Krispy Kreme as much as y'all do. But you come in the church house to praise and worship God, not sit there and eat tater chips and, 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 and eat you donuts and drink coffee. The churches, they want to appeal to the world out here. Do you realize now that most churches will not hire a pastor that's over 40 years of age? We want a younger preacher. And if he's got a doctorate in psychology, that'll appeal to the young people. Brother Jane, that's what we want. I had one church that wouldn't hire me to be their pastor because I didn't have a doctorate in psychology. 
My question is, where's the anointing of the Holy Spirit? That is what will break the yoke. That is what will get through to the hearts of the people. Absalom, he appealed to the flesh. We've got churches today that's appealing to the flesh. And the Bible says, and let me show you this now. Absalom polled his hair. In other words, he shaved his head. And the Bible says that he weighed the hair of his head. Who does that? And the Bible says that it weighed 200 shekels after the king's weight. That's anywhere from 8 to 9 pounds. I could use some of that. <laughs> you just really got it in for me today, don't you? <laughs> Only an arrogant somebody would do that. Weighed his hair. And then Absalom, he got himself an audience. Second Samuel 15, verse 2. The Bible says he rose up early and stood beside the way of the gate. The way of the gate of the city, that's the place where all the Business transactions took place. And he positions himself because he wants his voice to be heard. He has an agenda. There are many in Christianity today who have an agenda. And they want their voice to be heard. And they're over radio, television, the internet, the printed page. And their agenda, what is their agenda, Brother James? It doesn't matter what the agenda is. Anything other than Jesus Christ and Him crucified, who Jesus is and what He did at Calvary's cross, that's the gospel. Anything other than the gospel of Jesus Christ, it's another agenda. It's another gospel, and you don't need to be listening to it. But he got himself an audience, and then he deceived the people with flattery. Take a look at verse 2, 2 Samuel 15, verse 2. When any man had a controversy, came to the king for judgment. In other words, there was a little issue, and... The people would come to King David and let him preside over and hear each one's case. And then David would make a judgment. You've got people today who come to church to get closer to God. But instead of getting closer to God, what is being preached and taught from behind the pulpit, or in my case, in front of it. It's not the gospel. They're not being drawn closer to God. They're being pushed further away. And this is what Absalom did. He stood in the way between the people who were wanting to get to David to get uh, uh, a good judgment. And Absalom stands in the way. He intercepts, if you will, and he said, I want you to look at this now, verse 3. He said, see thy matters are good and right. 
Look at verse 5. He put forth his hand and took him and kissed him. Just like a politician. Your matters is good and right. Come on into our church. You're okay and we all might have a few little psychological defects. But overall we're good people. Making the people feel good. Brother James, we don't preach the cross because that might offend somebody. We don't preach on sin, Brother James, because that might offend somebody. Absalom, he deceived the people with flattery. And he wasn't telling them the truth. And he was trying to undermine David's authority, Second Samuel 15 verse 3 it says, Absalom said, There is no man deputed of the king to hear thee. He caused the people to doubt David's leadership ability. Anytime a minister of the gospel says that the Bible is a book of fairy tales and you don't need to be taking it literally, They're undermining the authority of the Word of God. Anytime a minister of the gospel says that what Paul wrote in his 14 epistles was his opinion, then they are undermining the authority of the Word of God, and you don't need to be listening to it. It's the spirit of Absalom trying to undermine the authority of the Word of God. The Bible tells us, 1 Timothy 4 and verse 1. Now the Spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. The spirit of Absalom is very much alive in the church today. Absalom promoted himself, 2 Samuel 15, verse 4. But if I were made a judge in the land, that every man which had any suit or cause might come unto me. There are many churches right now that are looking for a pastor. If that pastor tells you that he knows how to solve your problem. If he tells you he knows what to do to get your church to growing, don't listen to him. Because church growth is not the pastor's responsibility. The pastor's responsibility is to preach the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And God does the growing of the church as he sees fit. And in his time and in his way, here a little, there a little. Precept must be upon precept, line upon line, here a little and there a little. Absalom promoted himself. He said, I will do him justice. 
social justice is an issue in the church today. A lot of messages now want to deal with particular groups of people who have not been treated well in life. And the message is aimed in that particular direction. Let me tell you, we're all living in a world that's not fair. And, and there are things in this world that's not right. But God has given us the answer. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Social justice, when it's carried to the extreme, when you get right down to the bottom line, it's socialism. That's what it is. Socialism, when carried out to the extreme. But anything that is not Jesus Christ and Him crucified, it is the spirit of Absalom. And the spirit of Absalom today is still very much alive in the church. It appeals to the flesh. It has quite an audience. It's deceiving the people with flattery. It's undermining the authority of the Word of God. It's promoting self and everything else, but not the true gospel of Jesus Christ. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to establishinthefaith.com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMET community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. (music) 